I won't look at you. No, it's fine. Man. I'm trying just not to smirk. smirk. I don't know don't how smirk. to. Just I don't, don't know how to not camera. smirk. It's my I'm uncomfortable face. <laughs> we've got Cyclops. We've got Sirens. We've got <laughs> pissed off Poseidon, and we have visiting the dead. This is like The Walking Dead in history. You're not gonna want to miss this episode. We're talking about the Odyssey here, and let's get right into it. Cheers. Cheers. And welcome back to The Great Conversation. We have covered Telemachus in the previous episode, but we'd yet to get to Odysseus. And yeah. now we've gotten through some of learning about Odysseus, his journey, the different stops he's been making. Let's talk about it. Yeah, he has a long journey home. Telemachus has his journey of becoming a man, proving himself to yep. his to Ithaca, to the suitors, et cetera, the yeah. people of Ithaca. And his journey was a little bit simpler and a lot more posh. I mean, he basically just showed up at Menelaus' house and like chilled. Yeah, he's like with Nestor eating and then he's <laughs> yeah. like in a chariot and he's receiving gifts and yep. just, I mean, of course he's distraught because he's looking for his father. Yeah. Nobody knows if his dad's alive or not. Menelaus has heard that his dad is alive. But totally. Everything does seem pretty comfy. Yeah. And then it switches over to Odysseus and... He's roughing it. Yeah, he's on an island with this nymph. He has no vessel to get home. All of his men have been killed. And yeah. then he finally makes it to a community where these people are going to give him a voyage home. And he starts to tell his story of... It's cool. Let me interrupt you there. Why it's taking so long to get home. It's really cool how how the Odyssey, Homer, writes this, yeah. how he's like retelling the story. Because, like yeah, forth. it's really fun. Like, it's a very good storytelling uh, tool. How he's, you know, shows up at... I, I can't even pronounce their name. I want to say it's like the Fahikins or something like that. We're not going to worry about that. Yeah. Um, so I love how he's telling them the story and they're like, no, keep going. You're you're like one of the great singers, the way you're orating this story. And yeah. so it's kind of up all night just to hear the story. Yeah. And it's really cool. Like one thing I'll take right off the bat and this, we didn't even talk about this, but like, I love their desire to hear stories. Mm. Uh, and that's one thing we talked about in the Iliad and also in the Odyssey is they would have wanted these to go on. This was their movies. This was their, yeah. the people of the time. This was their yeah. walking dead, yeah. you know, like this was this epic poem. Yeah. Would have just been so the most entertaining thing that they had in their culture. Right. right. Um, but they were hearing it firsthand. You know, they were hearing this all firsthand. Uh, the fake and we'll just say it. it's totally wrong. In the story, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it's really cool, this kind of storytelling tool that Homer uses. Absolutely, yeah. It is very captivating. <clears throat> it keeps you interested because Odysseus is in a current time and he's telling a story that has yeah. happened, but it's kind of even told out of order. Yeah, that's, so, that was kind of confusing from time to time. Right, but I think it like kept us intrigued. It kept us paying attention to what was going on. Yeah. Okay, in, in current culture, I'll say the books, some Star Wars books that I read, they do that a lot. There'll be like a future event and then a current event or a past event and a current event. Yeah. And you'll be kind of like tracking along and learning about the character and then seeing why he's the way he is in the current moment. Right. Right. So Odysseus, he's telling this story of he leaves Ilion, the Trojan War is over, yep. they've sacked the city and everybody's going home. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, Odysseus, his fate was to take a very long journey a 10 year journey yeah. home yep. and it wasn't even an easy journey. It was incredibly painful, yeah. lots of stops on the way. His men were picked off one at a time and then eventually like the last of his companions were just destroyed in a storm Yeah, because he pissed off Poseidon. Yeah, <laughs> that's why he pissed off Poseidon. And so uh, yeah. we're kind of reading this going, okay, did did Odysseus have to make all of these stops? Obviously he had to make My some My knee-jerk reaction was no. That right. was just like, I was like, this is ridiculous. He's just sleeping with all these random, like, goddesses. Like, he stayed with, um, 
Cirque. Cirque for a year, for over a year or right. just under a year. I was like, is that a year? Yeah, it's kind of a long time, right? And so he did have to make stops. Obviously, they had to replenish. Yeah, supplies. They, they needed supplies. They needed food. And at this time, the culture was to go in and sack communities, sack cities or villages, tribes, whatever. Yeah, you or make go. friends and trades and stuff like yeah. that. It was kind of one of the others, like destroy them or make right. commerce with them. Right. But at some points, it does seem like he is taking too much time yeah his pride got in the way and okay his companions would say do we need to actually do this do we need to go into this village into the midst of what's going on or can we just go can we yeah. like get some food get some night sleep and get back on the water to head home yeah and so some of these journeys really did um seem futile yeah and they seem like he was the delaying stops. some of the stops yeah 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 and and it is very clear in the story that once he pissed off Poseidon, he actually did have to make some of these stops because there were prophets there or people that had been told a prophecy that was they were going to give Odysseus some information yeah, that, that he, he needed, needed to make home to make it home because yeah. there were some difficult times ahead that he needed to be prepared for. Yeah, one of the most like standout ones is he's going into this uh, basically this like passageway through kind of like two two like waters or whatever, and there's sirens there, and it's like they basically say like. Plug all your men's ears with earwax, tie yourself to the mast, and if you ask them, to, if you ask your men to get you down, tell them no, do not get me down at any cost. Yeah, tie me tighter. Tie me tighter, yeah, yeah. And so that's one where I was like, okay, that stop made sense. If he wouldn't have made that stop, he wouldn't have known how to get through. Right, Cirque is the one who told him Was that. it Cirque? Yeah, to, okay. that his men needed to plug their ears because the sirens would take them out of their ship and they would die. Yes, yeah, basically. So that, and it's like, okay, that was a good stop, but it didn't need to take a year to learn that information. Right, but she also told him to go to Hades. Okay. He did need to go to Hades. Yeah, good point. Um, because he needed to hear a prophecy there as well. Yeah. So there's, I mean, oh, it's just like, okay, and here's the second part. Without all these stops, it would be a very short story. Oh, for sure. You yeah. know, so, so it's like overall it, for the story's sake, it's like, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, why do we read anything? Why would anybody exactly. read Harry Potter or yes. Star Wars? Oh, okay. So one thing that really keeps standing out to us is this idea of season. So Odysseus was forced to wait through season, seasons of wind change, seasons of drought or rain. And so that was one thing that probably played into him staying at Cirque's place for almost a year or over a year. And we've talked a lot about that. Like we don't really have seasons that force us into certain circumstances much in our lives. We have houses and cars and we have airplanes and freighters that can take us anywhere we want, whenever we want. We don't need to wait on seasons. So there's something to be learned from the ancients about seasons in, my, in, in, our, in our talkings, which is there are times to do the things in life that we want to do. Times for business ventures, times for parenting ventures, times for personal development ventures. So in our current culture, we have learned to force seasons, but the question is, can seasons really be forced? Mm -hmm. Can we really take something that we're not ready for, mm. take it on and be successful, or are we just wasting time because we should have just learned through the current season that we're in, and then take on that next season that we're excited for, when we are ready for it. So with business, let's just, you know, I don't really feel ready, but let's just go ahead and buy that course, start that business, yeah. quit my current job so that I can do this startup when we're really not ready. With parenting, I'm going to force my child to be potty trained because it is time it's because time. the charts show no more <laughs> that he is old enough and he yeah. is going to do it whether he's in that right season or not. Yeah. And if you're a parent at all, you'll realize that you can't force your kids 
to be potty trained. No, they're gonna do it when they're ready. That was quite a journey. And so yeah, and they really will. It's amazing how just it clicks one day. So in a relationship, are you forcing a season upon a relationship or yeah. on yourself that you or the other person are just not ready for? And Odysseus, I think, is is as he is going on this journey, he's really maturing. It's amazing to mm -hmm. see a grown man who has been off to war, sacked a city. He's, he's a warrior. He's a warrior. Yeah. And yet his maturity through this journey, I mean, is is really very astounding that yeah. when he started it, the way that he spoke to his companions, his men, the way that he spoke to people that he met on different islands. And then just as he's now speaking and telling his story towards the end, yeah. he is he has become truly a man. He seems a more man. disciplined. Yeah, it seems much more like discipline. And of course, he's more somber. I mean, he has had a very a long journey home. Yeah. And so he has learned, I think, through these seasons that he, he ha had a lot to learn. And so our question is, what do we have to learn yeah. in the current season that we're in? What are we trying to force? What do we need yeah. to hold back on and just truly learn in the season of life that we're in? And same for you. We want to present that question to you. What season of life are you in? Yes. It's really hard and you're trying to just push past and say, I'm done with this season. I want to get out of this. Yep. And maybe you're not ready. Maybe you need to learn something in this season. And then also, even if you're just excited, just enjoying it and really learning yeah. all that you can and not forcing the next season because it will come in its own time. Yeah, and, it, and if you... Like she's like she's saying, if you force it, it will come and you'll have missed the learning experience that you needed in this season and you won't even be ready for when it comes. Yeah. It's so backwards. It's like if we get there faster, we'll be ready for it because we're going to make it happen. But really, we're missing. Let's, you know, we're like we're taking class, but we're so excited to graduate that we didn't even learn the reason we were there. Right. That's really what it comes down to. And the to. question is, how will you know? How will I know when this season is going to be over. Hmm. There are signs, just like yeah. with the seasons around us, there are signs that spring is coming, that we are coming out of winter, the yeah. heart of winter. Yeah. And you will see these signs in your life of, okay, I think we're getting there. I think this season is starting to come to a close and I can move on to the next one. And now is the time to take the step to start your business or teach your child something new yeah. or jump into that relationship or come out of that relationship, whatever it might be. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think more than anything, uh, what we've learned a lot, even just through the great conversation, through talking, is there were times when we got so frustrated in even just recording this, and we had to learn how to talk together. We learned how to debate, in essence, not just sitting around our kitchen table. Have a conversation. How to have a conversation. We're having a conversation. Yeah, I would be like, I, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like the way this is happening. It feels like a debate. I know I use the word debate. It feels like I'm having a debate, but actually, that's that's just a conversation. And conversations can feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, when you hear something that you disagree with, you immediately before you mature in essence, you immediately, you know, do this. You get your gloves out and you're ready to punch with words or physically. And conversations should not be that way. And it's something right. I've had to learn. Right. And I think our culture, we all need to learn. And that's why we're here. We're here to have a conversation. We're here to present our thoughts. Yeah. Maybe they're like completely off the wall for you. And you're like, you're totally wrong. That's not what this meant. And so let us know in the comment section below. Yeah. We are at a point in the Odyssey where Telemachus and Odysseus are about to come back Sack together. Sack the suitors. Well, they're about to meet for the first time. Oh, true, yeah, yeah. 
And so we're going to talk about that in our next episode. We're going to talk about the Odyssey and how it all ends, how these two journeys yeah. come together, how these two men that needed to grow yes. have matured. Maturing through their seasons. Through their seasons. And then we're just going to kind of talk about what our takeaway was. Yep. What piece of nugget, what building block did Homer give to us in our lives so that tomorrow we want to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow we can wake up. I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> no, I'm just sneeze. Tomorrow we can wake up and live the life. We can, we can live the life that we're ready to wake up to. Homer gave us a little piece of nugget, yep. a building block to help us build a life that we are ready and excited to wake up to the next morning. Absolutely. We'll see you guys here on the next episode. See you later.